We're rolling. <laughs> it was the second Tina Turner song you've sang in 40 seconds. I stand an icon. He was just, he was just singing, I'm a private dancer, dancing for money. And Any we, old music will do. <laughs> I have... I must tell you guys something about the way we are shooting this. We are still in a pandemic, and in California, everyone wears masks. Both of my male producers are in masks, and I feel like I'm in Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> and I'm kind of digging it. <laughs> this whole thing is very erotic. I just want you guys to know if I get distracted, that's why I'm just getting randomly aroused. I also think that's sexual harassment, but I'll s- see you guys in court. Bep a bit. You ready? Can you do a Tina Turner song in a bep? Yeah. Um, beep, 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 beep. I, you know that because we've been having some serious podcasts the last couple of weeks because of what's been going on in the world, that comedians make fun of our podcast with bop, bop, bop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> David, David Spade and Tim Dillon and Theo Vaughn, they like, they'll be like, bop, bop, bop. So the war in Syria. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see where Theo said, bop, 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 give all your money to giraffes? <laughs> <laughs> when he said that on his podcast? He said it on um, a different podcast. <laughs> bop, bop, bop. So your grandmother died in the Holocaust. Tell us about that. <laughs> The bop, bop, bop juxtaposed with how serious the podcasts have been. I, I realized we might need a more serious one. Bop, bop, bop. Bing. Bop, bop. Yeah, we might. I, I didn't expect for bop, bop, bop to become a thing, but people people really enjoy it, and I don't know why. Um, it's stupid. It's so stupid. If you guys want a ringtone of bop, 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 it's on the website. It's on the front page of the website. You can't miss it. I would love nothing more than to be going through the grocery store to just hear someone go bop, 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 and it's their f- me. It just goes off at one of your shows, it's the their audience. <laughs> You're like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I, it's already like, like um, I feel like an annoying catchphrase that's gonna haunt me Is for the that rest. What you of Okay, so today's episode is going to be a fun relationship advice episode. Uh, We had Rami last week, who was amazing. I mean, truly amazing. I know y'all have crushes on him now. Um, It was... uh, I felt very deep and profound and emotional, and we talked about God and all sorts yeah, of things. So it was definitely profound for sure. And we have not had time really to get into y'all's questions. I keep posting about leaving messages on the Google number and sending me uh, messages, and I frankly just don't answer them. Yeah. And I don't want to treat y'all the way my parents treated me. I want to listen and I want to answer your questions. Because <laughs> um, yeah, people will text me and they'll just be like, "Are you going to answer that question?" You know. Um, so that's what we're going to do today. We're going to answer relationship questions, voicemails, all of it. We sure are. But don't you have some announcements first? Uh, I sense some anger in your voice and <laughs> resentment because you know you do the announcements <laughs> and you're putting me on the spot. I just didn't want us to get off track. You're putting me on the spot and I don't appreciate it. Well, there's some announcements. What are they? <laughs> you canceled San Diego. San Diego is canceled. The show is canceled. Bummer. Real bummer. Miss Rona came through. Yeah, as much as I wanted <laughs> said, to. Shut it down. <laughs> 
much as I wanted to shoot uh, a show called Comedians and Comedy Clubs Getting COVID, I decided uh, we had to cancel that one. Uh, Wise Guys in, in Salt Lake City, we hope that one's on. We hope Alabama's on, but it's out of our control, believe it or not. Uh, uh, what's the next one? My the next one is Miami, Miami Oklahoma, Oklahoma. In I don't know. I here's the thing. This is why I do this community texting thing. It's called where you guys text me eight one eight two three nine seven five two seven. That's it. Two dyslexic people trying to say a phone number on a podcast. <laughs> um, I directly will text people in whatever city they're in specifically. So when I was trying to figure out what to do about San Diego, I would only text people from San Diego that had texted me. It was like a couple thousand of you asking like, how is it there? What's it like? Are you guys wearing masks? What's the vibe? Do you want to go out to a comedy show? So that's why if you want to know what's going on with touring, just text me at this number. I've said it before. I don't want your data. I wouldn't even know what to do with it. We don't sell your data. This was just so much easier than us going door to door. (laughs) (laughs) Knocking. <laughs> um, to try to get you to come to my show and convert you to a Jehovah's Witness. Some of you live in walk-ups. It was just too much. I don't, it was a lot. <laughs> and so this is a way that I can connect with you directly. So Salt Lake City, Huntsville, Miami, Oklahoma, and then Atlanta, Boston, Mansahucket, Connecticut, <laughs> Nashville, Tennessee. Text me and then I can give you guys updates because everyone's like, what's going on with the show? And then I put it in the main feed and it doesn't get in the algorithm and no one likes the photo because my tits aren't in it. So I need right. you to text me. <laughs> and it's also always on the website. Benton also really uh, uh, recently took control of my brand. Um, He's had it with me posting comedy videos, and he is now uh, like a stage mom who forces me to wear bikinis outside in my pool (laughs) and post them on Instagram. We're about two breakdowns away from pasties. (laughs) It's really, I, um, you, Benton makes me wear bathing suits and pose for Instagram. And then he's like, this got half a million likes. I'm like, yeah, no shit. My tits are up to my chin. What'd you buy them for? (laughs) To prove my dad wrong. And you are. (laughs) I've had a couple things. Yeah. Your dad never thought you'd get views like that. Engagement like that? Okay, I'm already... So, you guys, you know that I'm obsessed with these blue light glasses because I look at computers all day now uh, for work and I've been wearing these blue light glasses. But because my face is so goddamn greasy and shiny, (laughs) they are covered in what looks like clam chowder and all I end up doing is cleaning them all day. Do they look dirty? No. Okay. But I, also have, I don't have my glasses on, so I can't You really can't really see. see. Uh-huh. <laughs> Neither of us can see each other. Um, okay, so uh, those are, I think, all the boring-ass announcements we have now. Why don't we get into the relationship questions that you guys sent that I have not gotten to. Thank you for your patience. Uh, Benton. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Why? You, I feel like you're, you're awfully... Mm. Um, uh, patient Pointed. with me today. <laughs> You're... That was me being excited. Are you ready? Yeah. That's how, that's, that's it's also I... weird to see you with brown hair. Benton has come yeah. to my house every day this week with a different hair color. Are you running from the law? I'm a living rainbow. <laughs> yes, that's true. But so today you just chose regular brown. Yeah, today I'm going back to my roots. Okay, look at that. Love a pun. Okay, is that a pun? Uh, that is a pun. Oh, great, great, Unfortunately, great, great. yes, and you're fired. Thank you. Finally. Uh, <laughs> So, here we go. Okay, first question. Is it acceptable to try and change things about your partner, such as fashion, friends, and spending habits? Mm. It's a great question. Um, Before I give my answer, I do want to admit that when I was in my 20s, I did try to change every person I dated. The person I dated, their identity was just a gentle suggestion of what (laughs) they were to become. 
Like when I was in my 20s, I would date someone and I would be like, I love you. Now let's get to work. Roll up my sleeves. I'm going to flip this house. Like I should have had a, like a dating show on HGTV. That's literally what it is. <laughs> After a week, you got all your friends together. You were like, move that bus. <laughs> it's so true. Like, you know, for me, like I think that I never I didn't know who I was, you know, so I just wanted to focus on changing the other person. But I would look at boyfriends like projects, you know, and uh, it probably makes sense. My my favorite toy growing up was Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> so I think I brought that into my life later where I'm like, oh, we're going to take that mustache off and put on a pair of glasses and you're going to have this hat on. Like, I, I thought that was my job as a woman was to change everything about the person you were dating. It was like, that's what love was, right? To make you the best version of yourself, um, which is... Uh, so dumb, because why are you just turning the person you're in love with into more of a catch yeah, for you, someone else? All your boyfriends are just a Build-A-Bear to you. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. It's like my American Girl doll. <laughs> really? And, you know, so now I see it totally differently because, you know, I, I, I don't want to make the person I'm with into a someone better for the next person <laughs> that, that comes along. So now... When I'm dating someone, I'm like, no, I love those jeans with the orange stitches. Mm -hmm. Wear those every day. Chacos, choice. <laughs> yes, those Crocs look perfect with those socks. And why not just wear a fanny pack if your wallet doesn't fit in your pocket? I have a, I have a perfect tie-dye fanny pack that goes right... So you've given up shark tanking people. Yeah, Before I, you were just like, I know you love flip-flops, but what about a Chelsea boot for nothing? <laughs> but I also, I'm thinking about it. If I couldn't change the other person, I would change myself. Like, I, I, I think that is this weird instinct we have as humans when you meet someone that you have to become fraternal twins. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's a way to, like, think you have more in common than you actually do. Like, you don't have to dress alike and look alike. Like, you know, I mean, in my 20s, I went from, like, goth girl to preppy girl, like, to whoever I was dating. I would try to shape shift to be their dream girl or what I thought they thought their dream girl was. Um, you were Barbie and kidding it. I really was. And if, if, if I couldn't change them, I would shapeshift, you know, myself. Like, all of a sudden, I would be into, like, fishing and snowboarding, you know? <laughs> like, like whatever I think is going to make you stay. I was, like, a shitty spy in my 20s. Right. Every time you saw me, I was, like, a completely different person. And I think that we do it for, like, a false sense of intimacy because it does take a long time to get to know someone, but I think it's how we convince ourselves that we have more in common than we actually do. But I actually think you shouldn't have everything in common with the other. Why would you want right. to date someone who was exactly like you? That's so narcissistic. Right, now you've gotten to the point where you're like, is that a woven belt? Get out of my house. <laughs> I have enough of those. <laughs> yeah. get, get out of my house. But I also, um, I'm thinking about it, because for a while, I was dating older guys. I dated older guys for a while, and you can't change them. They're too set in their ways. <laughs> You can't. And I and I'm I'm done dating older guys, not only because of that, just because I realized you can't get older guys to listen to good music like that. That's something I, that that's the thing that I do tend to want to change is someone's taste in music, because that's the one thing you actually have to really experience with the other person right. all the time. But everybody thinks they have the best taste in music. Everyone's going through life. Like, I, have the best taste. I have the best taste, of course. But I'm saying like that's a deal breaker for me because it's on all the time. And like older guys music is always so creepy when you think about it. Like it's always like a 
She's got legs <laughs> and she knows how to use them. You're like, what, to walk? Like, when you really think about that song, you're like, oh, God. Like, you're going on a road trip with an older guys and it's like, girls, girls, girls. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like, this music is wild. Women have to go write songs about their legs. About, These boots are made for walking. I put them on my legs. <laughs> yeah, it's like. It's, a, it's just a cycle of terrible. I remember being dating this older guy and we were like on some road trip trip up like the California coast or something and it was just like hey little girl is your daddy home is he going to leave you all alone I got a bad desire like Jesus Christ yeah that's a lot that's terrible I know it's like that is the Bruce Springsteen song where you're just like I don't know I'm on fire you're like oh god yeah they all turn off hey little girl is your daddy home they all turn off the nickname hello darling been Always. a long time. <laughs> know, like, That's a good what? song, though. <laughs> um, but I do, I mean, look, yes, we have an instinct to change the people we did. I made a movie, I literally made a movie about you this. You did. In the female brain, there was a whole storyline with James Marsden and Lucy Punch. But there's a difference between trying to change something about someone and grooming. Grooming, we actually do get you know, uh, uh, oxytocin, dopamine, and serotonin from popping the person you're with zits and plucking their eyebrows. Like, that's a grooming instinct. You know, that's what the whole story was about. Also a career you could just choose. It's also, yes, you could also just become a manicurist. <laughs> just stop doing that at your house. <laughs> um, you can, you know, I, that that's love. Like, that's a grooming instinct, you know? The guy that I'm dating this morning, I was, like, cutting his cuticles at the breakfast. Dating this morning. <laughs> The guy that I'm dating this morning, I was like driving me nuts that he had these like cuticles hanging out. So I started cutting his cuticles. But I do think if you're going to change someone, just know that it does come with a price. Like I think when we try to change people, like get them to dress a certain way, get them to have a certain haircut. We think that we're like solving some big problem they have. We think that that's like love, but it's going to corrode the relationship. We think they're so grateful for it. It's adult bullying. It's absolutely bullying. And the other person has just decided it's easier to let you do this. You know, like this is obviously, this is something you need so badly. But just know that it's going to corrode a relationship. Like if you say to your man, I want you to shave your beard and I want you to stop wearing those cargo shorts and you can't hang out with these friends. Like, and you just Marie Kondo their entire life. It's going to, they're, it's gonna come back. Yeah, their life will be better, but they will hate you. Well, yeah, whether it's in in two months or two years, it's gonna be like I gave up my favorite cargo shorts for you. You know, it's it's never. Uh, uh, I think without you know, some kind of future consequence. Like, you are you are breeding some kind of resentment in the future. Yeah, they're going to get a promotion there is and leave a, you. If there's there's nothing men love more, it's keeping score. They love game. Football's not on right now. Basketball's not on right now. They have to figure out some new sport, and it's probably keeping score in their relationship. So I would just say, ha- let him keep that dartboard. Let him keep all the hoodies, you know? Like, it's, I just, because I think a lot of people don't understand, like, you just said it, Whatever people are doing is to manage some insecurity they have. So yeah, when you're absolutely. saying shave that beard, you might be saying don't be insecure about your chin. Yeah. You know, Thank like you for pointing at me. I, well, you, <laughs> I'm trying. Anything to, else you want to point out? Here? I'm trying to think of an example of like most. I think we assume we we just roast people and bully people under the guise of helping sometimes. You know. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people don't necessarily understand that whatever they wear or whatever you know like. She wears turtlenecks all the time. Maybe she's insecure about her neck. I don't know. Yeah. 
You're like, he's always in a hoodie. He has boobs. Yeah, exactly. Like there could be some reason that the person has chose that fashion choice that you don't know about. And you're basically asking them to have a different childhood or by saying, take that Metallica poster down. You might be saying, I want you to have 10 years of therapy that you've not had yet. Yeah. Okay. You know? <laughs> well, I know because the guy I that I, that. the guy that I, I, I used to date a guy who was very into Slayer and Metallica, and what's the other really? Gnarly? So he was cool. That's what you're trying to so say. So he was awesome. Was, <laughs> no, but I mean, it was like he would like listen to it really loudly, and it was some kind of anger thing or some kind of emotion. We're like we're not in your mom's basement anymore. We're like he was like working through some emotional thing, and I'm like, do you have to play that so loud? And then when he stopped playing it so loud, his anger would come out in different ways, and I was like, oh yeah, you need that Metallica. <laughs> you need to go on that run or do your pull ups to yeah. Slayer, we'll whatever. Get you a punching bag. Yeah, that thing that I had a note on <laughs> was a solution to an emotional problem. Like I didn't realize the whack-a-mole that I was disturbing. Yeah, it turns out you didn't want to talk through that, did you? Yeah, no, no. You were like, got it. look, I got you a record player. Yeah, no, just play, go, go back to whatever that was. And I also, you have to just put yourself in the other person's shoes. Like, I don't like it when someone tries to change me, you know, it's, cause my thing with that is like, no one has more notes on me than me. Like, right. don't, I don't need someone else to not like me. I'm already doing that. Like, I'm yeah, good. I'll change myself tomorrow. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm good. And I think, because I think what we do is we assume that people aren't insecure when we do that. And we assume that our help is perceived the way we're trying to give it. You know, we're like, no, I'm just helping you by yeah, buying yeah. you this entire new wardrobe. It's like, no, you're just hurting my feelings. We think that we had the best idea and we're just gifting it to you. Here's what I'll say, though. It is kind of hot when a guy tells you to wear a certain thing. Like a mask. Just got really quiet in here <laughs> as I took my drink of coffee. I there there's a difference between like I've dated guys who I know don't like the way I dress because I guess they're not into name them, call them out. <laughs> I guess they're not into Santa Fe lesbians, and that's their problem. Um, but when a guy is like, "We're going to dinner," put on that blue dress, like that's kind of hot. Yeah, when he leans in, like get your toenails. <laughs> Like, that is hot, but don't expect me to do that all the time. Do you know what I mean? Because I've had guys complain that I dress too sloppy. Like, I'm always, they're like, do you always have to wear pajamas, like, when we go to dinner? I'm like, yes, I do. This is me being authentic. Yeah, I want to be comfortable carrying this wallet around. <laughs> and, uh, like, there's you can do that every now and then, and it's hot, you know? So I think it's just, like, the way you're doing, like, guys doing it is tricky. Like, I know... Women's sometimes guys need a, women, a woman's touch. Sometimes you need that ingrown hair plucked off there's your back. Parlors for yeah. <laughs> I'm saying like sometimes there's a giant hair and a mole that needs to be removed by a woman. That's not trying to change somebody. That's like not you're not like converting them to Scientology or something. Like I think I think it's just like finding that balance. One thing I just really don't like is when guys what they try to change about a woman is telling them not to wear makeup. Benton oh, God. And I have been, Benton and I, and I have been fighting about this for days. So let me just, this is the thing that really is a no-no. When guys say to a woman, I wish you wouldn't wear so much makeup. Let me just, just give me a second to collect my thoughts because rage is starting to bubble up and I'm starting to sweat. First of all, guy, and I'm not talking about me. Like, I, my makeup right now, I, I look like a bowl I'm of... I'm not talking about me. No one <laughs> ever tell me to change. This right here? Could you imagine someone wanting me to change this? My my face looks like a bowl of Lucky Charms. And that is a choice I have made in quarantine to try to cheer myself up because I'm blue. And so is my eyeliner. That's just how I've evolved. But 
When guys tell women, I don't think you guys understand, when you tell women not to wear makeup, you don't know what you're saying because you don't know what makeup is. What you're saying is, I want it to look like the way Jennifer Lopez is. Lo it means yeah. you want a natural look done by professionals. And she was born with a smoky eye, duh. <laughs> I'm saying, when guys say, I love it when you don't wear makeup, you don't know what you're saying. What you're actually trying to say is, I want you to have airbrushed, expertly blended, <laughs> natural makeup. I want you to look tan and wet. That's right. They want browns and beiges and golds. What they're saying is, I don't want you to look like a two-bit floozy, like a clown that just came out of the rain. <laughs> they want it done well. You know, but I also think they think it's a compliment. I think they really believe telling you that is yeah. them being like, you're so beautiful, you don't need it. But here's a fun fact. It's not for you. It's not for <laughs> you, and you don't know when I'm wearing it. So there's times that I will have just foundation on, and I'll calm downstairs, and the guy I'm dating is like, oh, you look so much prettier without makeup. And I'm like, no, I'm wearing makeup. Mm -hmm. Me without makeup doesn't look neutral. It looks red my face is red and blue yes, every girl without makeup i you can see veins in my skin like, every girl's been told you look really tired or, oh that, are you yes. okay are you yes. sick that's what it, if i don't wear makeup you just go do you have covid yeah can you taste this taste this can you smell <laughs> this can you smell like that i don't think guys understand i think when guys say they don't want you to wear makeup number one they're saying get that shit off your lips because i don't want to kiss it yeah, and you're saying, well, I have to wear makeup because of your stubble. I have small wounds all over my face. <laughs> that's right. I have to cover up all the rug burn yeah, on my I'm chin from your fucking stubble. <laughs> yes, that's part of the reason we have to wear makeup. But no, I, I do think that what guys are actually saying, guys don't like goopy lip gloss. Like that MAC lip gloss. Remember when that Beautiful. came out? It's like made of like, what is that? Like stucco? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's made of, it's rubber cement. <laughs> it's made out of, so I think there was a time I remember when I used to wear that and guys would be like, can you not wear so much makeup? You're so much prettier without makeup. It's just like, please get that caulk off yeah. my face. That's for looking, not touching. Yeah, exactly. Right, 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 right. And so, I, and I think that guys do that because they don't want us to get our shit on their shirts and uh, pillowcases. Right. And guys understand makeup so little that when that happens, they're like confused. Like, is, is this grease? Were you working on a car? <laughs> Like they're like, do we? Well, I don't know. What, did a bird shit on me? What is this? I know. If I they're like, like hug a guy at a wedding and he's in like a white shirt, and you know what? Like the second you see that you've rubbed your makeup on somebody's shoulder, and you're like, oh fuck! And the guy's like, what's this? Is this sap from a tree? They, they called nine one one. Like her skin, her face is on me. her exoskeleton. I think I've definitely had guys complain about like self tanner coming off in, on their sheets. It just looks like skid marks. It just looks like you had explosive <laughs> diarrhea in their bed. Like, I, I I get why that's a little annoying. So I think if guys ask you to not do that, I'm. I, but <laughs> when guys say, I love it when you don't wear makeup or you're so much prettier without makeup, like, I, I just, I call bullshit on that. It's such a confusing thing to tell a girl because, like, there's no porn category that's like, Fresh-faced beauties. Right. <laughs> Girls with no makeup. You're like, show me all the women you like, and we'll talk about who doesn't have yeah, makeup Yeah, okay, on. why does Jenna Jameson have $100 billion if you hate girls wearing too much makeup? <laughs> yeah. Like, I think they, I think what guys mean when they say that is they don't want eyelashes, like, coming off. They don't want it to look like Black Widow spiders are falling on their, you, you know. better love the Amish if that's what you think. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I just, I just, I, I, I think that sometimes even when we are trying to convey something that's a preference for us, we don't even always necessarily know what we're asking for, you know? Yeah. But uh, but the spending, someone asked, can you change someone's spending habits? That is a no. Mm -hmm. I would say no, because spending is so emotional. 
You know, yeah. like it's a very emotional thing. And because I've definitely had a lot of guys be like, well, why don't you just spend less money on makeup? I don't know the same reason that you spend. I have all this makeup, the same reason you spend four hours a day playing fantasy football, or whatever the yeah, fuck that why is. Why does your 2002 Toyota Corolla have rims? Exactly. Exactly. Did you just call my face a 2002 <laughs> yeah. Toyota Corolla? Well, how come you're wearing a sports jersey of a team that always loses? Wasn't that 120 bucks? Yeah, like it's not rational because I've definitely been in a lot of situations where guys are like, well, why don't you just not spend all this money on makeup or why? Which is what I actually was thinking last night because I remember you telling me that when you were a makeup artist at Sephora, guys would say don't put a lot of makeup on her. Yeah, they would literally stand with her. But hold on, explain that to me. When you did makeup at Sephora, men would come? Yeah, they would come with their... A majority of the time, they would come with their wife, especially if it was something important, like a date, a dinner, a wedding. They would come, and the girls would be like... Like, as, like, they would be like, he doesn't like a lot of makeup, so we have to do this. And then if you were, and you'd be like, okay, well, he shouldn't wear a lot of makeup then. Um, <laughs> and as you were doing it, they would, like, stand behind you and be like, well, that's too much eyeshadow. Or she doesn't like that. Or, I, or, you know, or, you know, she doesn't wear blush like that. Or they would give you examples of other women. Like, well, you know, well, Scarlett Johansson, she always wears like this. And you're like, she's Photoshopped. <laughs> like, and they would just stand there and tell you what to do. And then the, and, the, and the girls would be like, yeah, yeah, he doesn't like that. He doesn't like a lot of that. Which I would always be like, well, then you shouldn't marry him. Well, I don't know. Maybe he just didn't want to have to buy it. <laughs> maybe he just wanted to get out of there. <laughs> maybe he just didn't want to have to. Don't come. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would not tell women not to buy makeup or, or uh, Benton and I thought about this. I would tell women not to buy Bath and Body Works lotion. Okay, Benton and I have been fighting about this for literally three days now, and I think it's going to ruin our entire friendship. So I've had a guy say before, because my bathroom looks like a flea market. It looks, I like to feel like I'm in a CVS at all times. I, there's <laughs> yeah. so few things we can control in our lives. I like to just walk in and just, I like to feel like I'm doing like a supermarket sweep. I agree with that. I, <laughs> I believe like to, in that. I like to have a different lotion every day. I like to mix it up. I like to mix them together. Like I never smell the same two days in a row. I'm mixing the rose. I'm mixing the honeysuckle. I, you never know what I'm going to smell like. Mm -mm. That's my little weird ritual in the morning. And so I've had guys be like, why do you need 10 lotions? Because Bath and Body Works is a Ponzi scheme. Okay, Benton, and I stand by it. <laughs> Benton, I Benton. Okay, we're gonna do a role play of me wanting to buy lotions from Bath and Body Works. Benton and I are walking in the mall, and we're a couple. Yeah, surprise. Okay. We're a couple. Um, we're a couple. Plot <laughs> twist. Okay, we're a couple. That's me walking. <laughs> Loved it. Hey, babe, honey, honey. Yeah. What I think I'd be like, call you, babe, babe. What I. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your impression of a straight guy? Yeah. What? I want to stop at Bath and Body Works real quick. They're having a sale. Yeah, they have a sale. Every time we walk by, we were just here two weeks ago. Remember, you bought eight lotions for $8. Yeah, what a steal. You still have them. I know, and I'm going to use them. Mm, you said that three weeks ago, and we also bought eight lotions I for I know, $8. but you under but eight. Lo this is now a sale, $12, eight lotions. How can we not do that? Right, but remember you wanted to go to the beach, so do you want to go to the beach or smell like the beach? Okay, I want moonlit beach smell. Okay, but we could save that money and go to the beach. I know, in but the moon. But you're Why? getting eight lotions for twelve dollars. Right, That's a deal. It's August, and you still smell like gingerbread. So we're not <laughs> going through them that fast, are we? I want to smell like candy canes in August. It's a surprising, nostalgic perk, perky, uplifting. No, it smells like I found you between the seats of my car. <laughs> it's weird. Candy canes shouldn't be that hot. It's August. Stop it. Okay, do you want to buy soaps? I'll let you buy soaps from here. We always Why soap. won't you let me cash in on this amazing deal? Because you cannot 
physically go through that many <laughs> lotions before they expire. So I I never know what lotion I'm gonna want to wear. I some days I want to smell like tropical silk. Other days I want to smell like a Brazil nut. And okay. some well, days we're I want to smell poor. <laughs> what if I want to smell like an enchanted meadow tomorrow? Listen, <laughs> you know that bag you've been wanting? We could have already bought it by now. Purse? The purse? It's a bag. A bag? <laughs> I'm role playing. <laughs> you really are being a straight guy. <laughs> yeah. We could have already bought it by now, but you spent half of our life savings <laughs> on cashmere scented. Cashmere doesn't even have a scent. <laughs> it's so true. We cashmere have eight lo- candles, lotions. But don't want, you're the one that gets to enjoy my body. I just want you to be naked. I don't give a shit what you smell like. <laughs> You're really able hey, to. You can smell like socks, and I'd be fine. <laughs> You're with really it. able to lock into this straight guy yeah, thing. In fact, I fucked socks for a long time growing <laughs> up. So, do you want to keep having this conversation? We're going to miss our movie. <laughs> okay, we're going to miss John Wick too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, time out. Benton's back to being Benton. What is your problem with lotions being on sale? It's, you cannot go through that many lotions that fast. So your point is it's not a steal because you're not actually using them. My thing is, if lotions are, are, are if that is the price to buy that many lotions, mm-hmm. items, mm-hmm. then you could have just saved and got you a good, nice, quality lotion okay. and been happier in the long run. Okay, your point is yeah. don't spend $8 on eight lotions, spend... Or twice, spend $20 on one good lotion. Yeah. But here, this, is, this is really the crux of what Benton has come into my life to teach me. Lotions expire. Yes, things expire. I didn't know that There's about cosmetics. On the bottle. What else? What, name the cosmetics that uh, uh, expire, and then we'll move everything to the next that's question. not a powder. Anything that's not a powder Any expires. Any liquid or cream will expire. Liquids, creams, Those mascaras, mold, bacteria. If it is not a powder, it will expire. <sighs> that, what if I want to smell like enchanted mold? Now I will say that if you go to Bath and Body Works and you want to spend that money on candles, soaps, any of that stuff, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Body washes, lotions, stupid. Hitting the hard topics here on Good for You. <laughs> Okay. We'll see you next week. (laughs) All right. We're taking a little break here to talk about Daily Harvest. That was beautiful. (laughs) I I was really impressed. Um, Let's talk about Daily Harvest. We've talked about it before. You guys have seen me on Instagram eating Daily Harvest. And right now, if you're watching on YouTube, you can watch me open up a Daily Harvest. Benton? That is now, not how you use the Daily Harvest. I know, that's so good this way. <laughs> it is delicious. Okay, so people hate when I eat on the podcast and I don't blame them. I'm obsessed with these Daily Harvests because I have no qualms about the fact that I cannot cook. I don't want to cook. It's not a skill that I'm interested in acquiring. I feel no shame about it. I am a workaholic and I like to have my time. And these little daily harvests that you're going to read about in a second, because you know I don't read the copy, because I'm not a shill. I do this because I believe in the product. They give you these pre-made smoothies and soups, and all you have to do is like blend them up or like put hot water in it, and it's all done and healthy. They're super easy to use. It's like super, super fancy like ramen noodles. Yeah, they're delicious, and they're good, and they're healthy. This one is oat... um, mulberry and dragon fruit and if you can see i'm trying to hold it up without spilling all over my computer it comes with all the oats and everything in it and then you just blend it up i'm right now eating it with my hands because i'm a pig (laughs) you just made it granola but you can basically if you want this is i blend this up in a blender but you could put hot water in here and it makes like instant oatmeal with mulberries and blueberries and it's just like healthy as crap 
Yeah. Right now, Daily Harvest is helping beat the heat with refreshing smoothies and delicious scoops. Their new plant-based ice cream. Scoops mm. are free of additives, preservatives, and fillers because they're so made fresh. with whole, nourishing, organic ingredients like black sesame, coconut cream, and dragon fruit. And they have amazing flavors. Daily Harvest. Can you not swallow so hard? Jeez. Me? Can I not swallow so hard? And it was like, you're all but eating the microphone. <laughs> These are really good. Daily Harvest is a lifesaver. They help you stock your home with clean, delicious foods that's built on real fruits and vegetables. They're from, they're from, <laughs> they're farm frozen. You made it further than I thought you they're would. They're farm frozen to lock in. <laughs> I can't stop hearing you chew and it's making me laugh. They're farm frozen to lock in peak nutrients and taste. I don't have children, but if I did, this is all I would do is just give them these because they're healthy. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to worry. And by the way, no mess. You just put hot water in here and it's done. It's handled. <laughs> I mean, this is the most feminist shit I've ever seen. They are easy. These, these daily harvests. And you just put them all in the freezer. I've got soups. Um, Balls. There was one that was like a coffees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's one that's like a coffee blend. Like a cappuccino. Blended like. drink. Yeah. And it's all natural ingredients because I feel like... Um, I just eat so many chem so much trash chemicals. But eating clean food with Daily Harvest is easy and effortless. Whether you're having a night at home or need a quick bite on the go, everything stays fresh in your freezer until you're ready to enjoy it. And look at this. There's no red number five or mycobenzalendolate. Organic whole wheat grains, raspberries, blueberries, organic dragon fruit, organic mulberries. That's it. All ready for you right here. Keep it simple this summer with Daily Harvest. Love Go it. to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code good for you to get $25 off your first box. That's promo code good for you for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. That's dailyharvest.com. Look how beautiful these dragon fruits are. That is a raspberry. That's a dragon fruit. If opinions aren't your thing. <laughs> You might want to go to better. Health. If opinions from comedians aren't solving all your life problems, you might want to also run this by a therapist at betterhelp.com. <laughs> I'm sure they're going to agree with our advice. Yeah, play this podcast for them. <laughs> They'll be like, stop listening to that. Is there something interfering with your happiness? Usually. Or is it preventing you from achieving your goals? Both. Yeah. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Look, I'm going to level with you. It's a hard time. Everyone's going a little bit nuts. We're stressed out. We're full of fear. We're scared. We're anxious. We're angry. I walk down the street. The ma My mask is literally a millimeter under my nose. People are like, put your mask on! I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of emotions. And they weren't wrong. Yeah. They <laughs> <laughs> and then I got insecure. And I'm Everyone's at peak stress right now. And I think that, especially because we can't do a lot of things in person, BetterHelp is the most genius thing you can do for yourself right now. It's not a crisis line, it's not self-help, it's professional counseling done securely online. We talk a lot about mental health on this podcast. Um, also, everyone wants to take care of their immune system. Some of the best way you can take care of your immune system is to de-stress and to take care of your mental wealth because stress 
uh, weakens your immune system. So this is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime, send a message to your counselor, timely and thoughtful responses. You can schedule weekly video or phone sessions with a professional therapist. I mean, that's am that's amazing. It's truly amazing. And you can do it wherever you God, want. God, I wish this was available when I was in my 20s. <laughs> and you don't have to go sit in a waiting room. You don't have to go through any of that stress right now. Um, it's your help on your time, mm -hmm. pretty much. And it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling. Financial aid is available. Um, put your mental health first. Everything else will fall into place. Betterhelp.com slash Whitney. That's better H-E-L-P. And join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. So many people have been using BetterHelp that they're actually recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. That is awesome. <laughs> Special <laughs> offer for Good For You listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash Whitney. And this is not written in the ad, but if you guys want to text me or DM me um, how your experience is and what you're going through, um, I always, always want to read them. I did want to write down a couple things that I think are fair game to change in someone still answering the same question. This is why we don't get to questions because it takes me an hour to answer one question. <laughs> if you, w these are the things I believe you should be able to change in a person. We don't have a question about lotion still. Oh, Jesus Christ. We've been talking about this for do three you, days. Do you buy extra lotions because you're worried that, you're, that your boyfriend will steal one of them? Well, yeah, because the guy's always going to take one to jerk off with. Yeah, I have a trick for that. You what? buy Jergens tanning lotion and then you know <laughs> they have a sunset colored dick and then you're going to know exactly who stole your lotion that's such a good way to find out if a guy is stealing your lotion put your self tanner yeah. in the one that you suspect he's taking <laughs> there you go it's four dollars a bottle it <laughs> why does your dick smell like an enchanted meadow have you been jerking off with my yeah. <laughs> bath and body works that's why your you dick need like a big cheeto <laughs> What's this Cheeto puff in your pants? <laughs> oh, God, that is so funny. Oh, okay. Something that you are allowed. This, these are the things that I change. These are the only things I will change in a person because I'm now at a point where I accept people who they are unconditionally and don't try to change them because I'm in a program and I have to. These are called boundaries. And what does love stand for? I was just in an al meeting this morning. What's the acronym for love stand for? Love is let others, others voluntarily evolve. Oh, mm -hmm. that was vicious erection. <laughs> That's your version of love. So you're allowed to set boundaries. Like I recently got in a fight with my lover because still I still calling him that. Still calling him that. Yeah, uh, I don't like. I'm not. I don't call him quarantine lover anymore. I just call him lover. COVID lover. Got. We got in a fight about that. Um, <laughs> the time limit on that one. I don't. Yeah, only 14 days. <laughs> And it started to show symptoms. I don't like when guys call women chicks. Yes, she prefers chicken, pigeon, <laughs> pigeon gal, bird bitch, anything but that. Chicken head is fine. <laughs> I, like, we'll be in, my thing are words. Like, I get like weirded out by certain words, like wife beater. Like, I, can you not say that? Just I, like, lady puncher. I, <laughs> I know that's what it's called, but like the, I get hung up not on like the person's wardrobe or their hairstyle or anything like that. Like words bother me. Like, like he'll come home and he'll just be like, uh, anyway, so this chick at work today. And I'm like, like, I, I just get, uh, is, isn't she your coworker? Like, why are you calling her? You mean the woman you work with? <laughs> you better with? be a farmer. Yeah. Like it's totally like, it's just like the woman you work with. And I also don't like young lady. 
So I was talking to this young lady, like, how, wh why are you bringing her age into it? Like, I did the math. I, yeah, why are you doing the math on her age? Just say woman. Just call everyone a woman. I want to know if she's viable. <laughs> I wonder know if she's so this fertile girl yeah. uh, that I work with. Like, it's just like this I, egg factory. I, I, know. I can't explain it, but it's just weird. And it's the kind of thing where if you say something, you do sound like a crazy feminazi or whatever. But it's just it distracts me. And so I will ask for things like that. I'll go, hey, I know that this probably sounds dramatic, but when you call a woman chick, like it makes me feel weird. Could you just call women, women? Thank God I'll call them females. You're right. Don't call <laughs> oh! I'm a scientist. Females. So this female I saw earlier at the grocery store, like, that's In the so wild. Good. Can you believe I saw one? And I saw a female in the wild. <laughs> so I, yeah, those are, those are personal preferences. And I'll say like, it's my personal preference. You can talk to your guy friends, however you want. I just don't like locker room talk around me. Mm -hmm. So that's not me saying change who you are. It's just when you're around me, could you completely pretend you're a different person? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, but that to me is more of a boundary. Like I also, uh, the one other thing I will change about a man is uh, hot take. I want you to grow your chest hair, not shave your chest hair. Yeah, I think that's normal. I don't, I don't, when I, when I meet a guy and his chef, chef just, oh, chef, yeah. I'm really, I'm getting flustered. She's just thinking about it. If your chest is shaved. It's, are you trying to run away? How, how aerodynamic do you need to be? <laughs> Like, what are you? Why are you so shorn? You're trying to swim away, trying to get through my moat quickly. <laughs> There's a slip and slide out back I don't know about. Yeah, like, because then also you have stubble on your chest, which I'm not a huge fan of. Like fucking a cactus. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Rubbing up against a cheese grater. <laughs> You're like, are you it's derma rolling so my whole body? It's so true. I love derma rolling, <laughs> but not my not my boobs. I paid a lot of money for these. Um, You're gonna pop one. Here's the. <laughs> <laughs> with a little piece of stubble. They're yeah. not that delicate. Um, I wrote down another one. Oh, sleeping with the TV on, absolutely incorrigible, reprehensible, deal breaker. How are you going to live in a nursing home? Uh, <laughs> I don't. I, I plan to die before that. <laughs> trust me. Uh, yeah, so that's another thing. That's not like I'm trying to change you. It's just that I cannot sleep in the same room with someone who's a psychopath who sleeps with the television on. It's <laughs> very normal. It's not normal. Benton and I, by the way, argued about this for about an hour yesterday. Something you don't know about us. We argue if you haven't found <laughs> that's out That's all we do. That's all we do. Um, we are the Lucy and Desi of the quarantine. And I'm not sure who's who. I think I'm Desi, by the I way. I don't know who that is. So. <laughs> you don't know who Lucy and Desi no. is? No. You really don't. I don't. You don't know who Lucy and Desi are. I wouldn't lie. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> do, you <laughs> do you guys know who Lucy and Desi are? You don't know who Lucille Ball is. Oh, yes, I do. I never... I, Lucy, her husband is named Desi. Yes, okay. Um, yes. I Every now and that. then I remember that Benton that. is a baby. It's very confusing because you're the most adult Listen, person. you want to talk about Ross and Rachel? I got gotcha. you. <laughs> you want to talk about... I can't even think about, of it. You want to talk about Rami and Michelle? You want to talk about um, uh, Trisha Paytas? Yeah, I only watch movies Lisa Kudrow's yet, so... <laughs> Literally, Benton knows everything about like YouTubers and TikTokers and like three of the friends. <laughs> I know most celebrities. Do you know the name of the men on Friends? Yeah. Ross, Chandler, Joey. Wow, okay. I can name all, I know their last names too. Really? What yeah. are they? Geller. Uh, Monica Geller. Bing, yeah. Chandler Geller. Bing. Um, Rachel Joey, Green. Yes, Rachel Green. And then Joey, he's always a heart. Fatone. No, but. <laughs> 
<laughs> Triviani. It's Triviani. I knew it. Oh, God. I, we need to do a game show. We need to do uh, a, a game show with you and Taylor Tomlinson because she didn't know anything about 90s, then, 90s music when I had her on. Here are the other things I... Uh, uh, would change about someone. Again, they're not changing. These are just your own personal boundaries. A personal boundary I set that isn't change who you are. It's just don't drip water on my fucking floor. If I see any droplets of water on my floor, COVID droplets are even fine as long as I can't see them. But you know my biggest third rail is when there's water on my wooden floor. Yes. It is. It really <laughs> drives me. Jeez. Or, ooh, sitting on the couch in a wet bathing suit, you fucking mongrel i mean that's crazy i've never even seen that happen i've never even seen anyone attempt to do that i've definitely dated guys who'll just get out of the pool and then just go sit on the couch and you're just like in what world <laughs> i i've truly never i see people get in cars and that triggers me with wet bathing suits yeah. on that's so insane buffet phoebe buffet that's the last one phoebe buffet that's right <laughs> what was her sister's name her twin sister okay stop ursula it is ursula yeah okay it moving a, on she was a character on mad about you we love this. <laughs> Don't sit on the couch in a wet bathing suit, psycho. Okay, do we have more questions? I mean, we did I, by the way, did I spend enough time on that question? Only um, 40 minutes. Jesus Christ. The, well, Be this one's pretty quick. You, this one's pretty quick. Huh. What's the best relationship advice you ever received? Uh, don't sit on my couch in a fucking bathing suit. That's great. Don't, um, don't come to my house. <laughs> uh, best relationship advice I've ever received. Actually, we've talked about a couple of these things on the podcast. I love don't go to the problem for the solution. You do love that. Like I got in a fight with my lover yesterday and instead of texting my lover going, I don't like this behavior you're doing, I text a girlfriend and go, hey, this behavior he's doing is annoying. And they'll go, oh, mine does that yeah. too. Here, blah, 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 blah. My lover does the, the same thing. <laughs> she let him know. Can you just call him and fight with him about this? When you bought a time. cameo, she let them <laughs> sent the cameo to him. We don't do cameo. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck cameo, dude. I love burning a random bridge with cameo. Um... <laughs> Uh, so that's a good one. Don't the person that caused the problem is probably not the person that's going to solve the problem. You don't go to the problem for the solution. You go get the solution and bring the solution to your relationship. Yeah. The solution might be don't bring it up at all. That's a freaking hardest shit one. But sometimes it is like I had an issue with my lover the other night. He doesn't even know about it because guess what? It's my problem. Because guess what? I bottled it up. <laughs> guess what? I'm about to burst. Guess what? It's uh, because of an invisible wound my dad left, and it's not his job to solve my problem. It's mine. God, I'm mature. Oh, here's another one. Uh, uh, I love don't get everything from one person. You cannot get everything from one person. Yeah, That's Amazon. <laughs> your, your boyfriend's not your phone. Yes. You can't get everything emotionally from them. Um, I just like that because I think that for the longest time I would get in a relationship and I thought that my boyfriend was like my best friend and my therapist and my girlfriend and my, you know, mini golf buddy and my, like, you know, that was random. Uh, but I love mini golf. Yeah. Like, it's a known fact. You're not, <laughs> you're not going to get everything from one person. Like, I would be full, like, Tom Hanks and Castaway with the fucking beach ball when I would get in a relationship. I wouldn't talk to any of my girlfriends. I would just completely sort of disappear into a relationship and then wonder why it wasn't working. Because I was trying to get all my emotional needs met from one person. Oh, this is the other one I wanted to do. So I read this in a book, Elizabeth Gilbert. She wrote that book, Eat, Pray, Love, that I didn't, I was not as into it as everybody was. I know it was a big phenom in the 
lit world and Julia Roberts was in the movie member. The mm -hmm. author that wrote that also wrote a book called Committed. I recommend it to anyone um, that's trying to figure out what the fuck the point of anything is uh, in relationships. And she went all around the world to different cultures to explore what marriage meant in every culture. Mm hmm. And she talks about something called closing the doors and windows. Oh yeah, in a relationship, which which just means when you're in a relationship, you have to make sure to emotionally invest with that person about the important things in your life. For example, if you're at work and you get a big promotion or you get in a big fight with someone at work, don't first tell another coworker about it. Call your partner and tell them so that they are participating in the emotional sort of ups and downs of your life so that you stay intimate so that you don't do what thing what I've done, what mommy did, uh, Auntie Whitney did in her 20s, which is like share with your coworkers all the drama that's going on in your life. And then two months later, you're at home with your boyfriend and you're like, well, you don't understand me. Craig understands me. It's like, well... <laughs> That's because you only tell Craig at work what's going on with you. Who's who's Craig, first of all? <laughs> yeah. You know? So you have to make sure you save some of your because you really only have to emotionally invest and confide in someone like once a day. So you have to make sure you save some of that for your partner to maintain that intimacy so you don't grow apart. Yeah, close which is the good doors. Advice. Yeah, close because, the doors and windows. Because when you first told me that, I was like, close the doors and windows. Then what leave the car running? Is this like carbon monoxide poisoning? <laughs> like kill him out? Was Close the doors and windows, <laughs> lock them so they can't leave. Like, that's, that's my advice. Like, that's a tune. <laughs> Just trap them in your home. The first steps to having a hostage. Close Hand the doors and windows. Handcuff them to the bed. Put them in the basement. <laughs> no, it's I don't know why it's called that, but uh, it's a great, um, I should put somewhere on the in the podcast notes the well, page it's on because it's a, it just made me realize there were times I would be in relationships, but also working really busy jobs and then be like, oh, the person I'm with doesn't understand what I go through, doesn't understand my life. Only my coworker understands me. Maybe this person's my soulmate. And you're like, no, I've just told this person everything and not, and I've kept my boyfriend out of the loop. So of course they can't console me or understand what I'm going through because I haven't looped them in. Right. Which makes perfect sense. Yeah, but it's 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 a it's a I don't know if you I'm just, explaining. It's hard it. to think about it in the moment though, because you just want to talk about the feeling that you're having right then with whoever. Yes, there. yes, you have to just That's like text part. your boyfriend or text your girlfriend or get on the phone with them and tell them what's going on and make sure that they're looped into what's yeah, going you on. You have to have balance. Because also sometimes by the time you get home, you don't need to talk about it because you already talked about it with someone else. Yeah. And you don't want to rehash it, but then the person's like, "Well, what went on? Tell me." Yeah. And you're like, "Oh, I had this thing," and you're just. And then they're like, "Are you okay? Are you mad? Are you?" Upset? And they're like, you... "Oh, I don't need to talk about it again. I already did." And then they just become like a nuisance yeah. to you. Um. I also, the best piece of advice I think I ever got, and this is going to be polarizing. You know me and my hot takes. My takes just get hotter and hotter every week. You're um, an oven. I just pulled some of my hair out. Am I shedding? Um, I was one time at the comedy store. This was, God, I was probably 26. And in the beginning when I started stand-up, I could not get good spots like in the beginning you get the 2 a.m. spots you know and back this was back in the comedy store before Joe Rogan had come back there weren't a lot of people there there was always like five Germans in the audience like it was just like a very weird eerie place without big crowds and I would go on at like two in the morning and I remember I had just gotten cheated on like I I got back to well I kind of got back together with a guy that we had been fighting but didn't really break up and I grabbed his jacket to run down to the comedy store to do my spot and I reached in the pockets and they had condoms in them and went back and screamed at him. And were he you getting flavor for you. <laughs> yeah, they were in glasses. Carrying around they were pockets <laughs> of condoms. <laughs> they were the ones that are the glasses. Yeah, like what clinic did you go to? <laughs> 
they were yellow, neon yellow. <laughs> and uh, and so I went back and confronted him and he told me he was sleeping with somebody else. And so I was just like a wreck. And then I ran on stage and completely abandoned my material because I couldn't focus. And I this is this is literally a bunch of people that Love we know hysterically crying on stage <laughs> in an oversized, ja oversized jacket full of condoms. Like, <gasps> so and, similar to now. And, it was <laughs> and so I, there were so few people in the audience that I literally didn't even do stand up. I was like, you guys, should I call them? What should I do? Like, I just was asking them for help. I was a real catch back then. <laughs> and I had my phone out because he kept texting me and calling me. And I was like, you guys, what should I do? And everyone was like, uh, maybe you should just let him know that he shouldn't stay at your house. Like, people were trying to give me good advice. They're like, get off the stage. And then, <laughs> you're bombing. <laughs> <Buh>. <laughs> Can we see Jeff Dunham, please? Is he coming down? And, uh, and then this woman in the back who was clearly exasperated by how lost I was. And she just went, girl, silence is the only language men understand. <laughs> and it was like, blew my mind. The idea to not constantly engage with someone that I'm going to fight with or not scream at them or get in some kind of quarrel or altercation. So silence is the only language men understand i just translate that as just like you don't always have to try to communicate with someone if they're not understanding what you're saying there's really no point but what i didn't learn about that is if you're going to be silent with a guy which means you just need to take your time or a girl take your time collect your thoughts if you're in an emotional place there's no point in talking because number one you're going to be in your trauma response they're going to be in their trauma response they're not going to be hearing what you're saying they're just going to you know when you get in a fight and it becomes about how you're fighting. Well, yeah. you're rolling your eyes at me. Like, what are we even fighting about? Like, I, I don't even know what we're fighting about anymore, right? You always do that. You always do that thing where you walk away when I'm talking. It's like, well, okay, now we're just fighting about fighting and it just turns into a big old fucking rat king shit show. But if you're gonna be silent when you're emotional, which I highly, highly encourage that you just take a couple days and collect yourself because feelings are not facts. Let the feelings dissipate and then come back and be super rational. And, but if you're gonna be silent in a relationship if you're going to take a couple days and not respond to the person you have to let them know because what i i recently pieced together was that you know everyone always talks about how women watch romantic comedies and they're full of stereotypes and they created all these unrealistic expectations and conditioned us to like be obsessed with men and marriage men watched these movies too you made them go. <laughs> we watched romantic comedies, but so did men. And while we learned that all that matters is marriage and all that matters is, you know, getting a man to love you and that we should all get makeovers and stuff, that men learned that when you do something bad, in order to apologize, do a grandiose gesture. Go find her at the airport. Stop her from getting on her flight. <laughs> if you cheated on her, go to her work and confront her about it during the work day at the magazine she Show works at. Show your sister's at. wedding. Ruin that. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So it's like there was like a guy would screw up and the scene between the other guys were like, dude, you just got to go apologize. Just go get her at the airport. Or, you know, go, just go go find her at work and tell her how you feel because like she's a, she's a woman. What Like <laughs> what job could she possibly have that's important? I surgery. <laughs> It would be like it would be a scene where like the the woman who's been wronged the, is like giving a presentation, right? It's always like a glass office, and she's like giving a big presentation, and like Vince Vaughn or whoever runs up and is like bang, 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 like on the window, and she's like giving a presentation to like a bunch of businessmen, and she's like, 
hold on, guys, I, I, I got to step outside for a second and goes and like talks to the schlub that cheated <laughs> right. on her and like forgives him. All the men are like, she's so emotional. <laughs> they don't show you that part. I mean, the vet, men used to like show up at airports in movies. To I don't know what the the exchange policy for flights was back then. Was there ever a point where there wasn't a cancellation fee? That's all I think about. <laughs> they always just talk the the ticket attendant into letting them go. I have to human to human. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's always like, don't you have to get a ticket to go through TSA? Like now it would be a version where he's like running with his shoes off. <laughs> right. <laughs> he can't have any liquids, but like. You, so if you're going to go silent, make sure you tell the guy you're going to go silent or else he'll just show up at your house. Because this generation of men just learned if you don't hear from her, go to her house, you know, get a boom box and just stand in front of her door until she answers. If you're going to disappear. Do it in style. Throw in a smoke bomb, Houdini. <laughs> but I did find that like a couple times when I first tried to enforce that boundary for myself, I'd be like, okay, I'm just not going to text this guy back. I'm going to calm down and I'm going to respond when I'm less emotional. And then I would just be like on stage and they'd be like, I need to talk to you. And I'd be like, I'm performing. Can we talk after? <laughs> Do it into the mic. <laughs> Let everyone hear. Yes. Um, okay. I feel like we covered that. Yeah. I said it was going to be quick, but I'm a liar. Okay. Right. I don't know where. We're getting to one of your all-time favorite products. Since man Do not put the microphone up to your nose to cut your hairs. Why not? I'm shaving my nose hairs. I do this all the time. What? I can hear it cutting those little hairs. Yeah, you can hear them. Look. This, this is Manscaped sent me the nose hair trimmer, and you put it right inside your nose. Listen. It's cutting nose hairs inside my nose. Can you believe that's what it does? <laughs> yes, it's incredible. <laughs> I didn't know these existed. It is great. I've been, I love mine too. I've been waxing it. my nose all this time, and it's so painful. I did this to my lover, and it was very intimate. I bet it was. <laughs> Manscaped is dedicated to helping you level up your full-body grooming game. They have forever changed the grooming game with their Perfect Package 3.0. The per Perfect Package 3.0 kit comes with the Essential Lawnmower 3.0, mm -hmm. which I shaved my head with. Ooh, nice! Boy. So why is it a good thing to shave with? Because you can make it uh, have settings? Um, it is what I had. And <laughs> yeah, I used a 12 guard and I just shaved all my hair off with uh -huh. it. It was super simple. And if we could get through all my hair on my head, then... I also don't know if this is in the ad, but Manscaped sent us this really beautiful package. It's like a it's like a very sleek black uh, package, and you open it and look. It has all your nail products in it. The guy that I am sleeping with, I guess that's what he is now, um, took this, and I had to ask for him to bring it back so that I could talk about it in the ad. Look how sleek it is. It's your lover is stealing from you. <laughs> And he's still allowed over Manscaped the house? Manscaped products are so great. The people you sleep with will pilfer them in the night. We have to watch him. We need more cameras. <laughs> I have lots of very nice things in this house, and this is what he chose to steal. There's tweezers. There's um, little mini scissors for your eyebrows, which a lot of guys don't know to do that. The guy that I'm dating also the other day said, oh, that's who you remind me of. And I went, who? And he went, Fran Drescher. Oh, so icon. That's why he's been downgraded from lover to guy I'm sleeping with. I just figured it out. And then a nail uh, file that is also to clean out under your nails. Look how sleek this is. Isn't that hot? If I saw this in a guy's bathroom, I would just be like, let's put a ring on that. 
Look how hot this is. It's like your James Bond. It's like, it is, I mean, they're very It looks fancy. like a James Bond gadget. Yeah, at first I thought it was so nice, and I thought it was a wallet. That's I what I thought. It. I was like, That's did they send me it's a like card a, holder? It's like a very cool, hot, futuristic, sexy wallet. I'm so into it. It's for the modern man for sure. Anyway, can you can you can you read the rest of this or do I have to do it? Yeah, I've been reading it. Manscaped has something called the Perfect Package 3.0. It's a kit that comes with the Essential Lawnmower 3.0. Isn't that what you use? The yes. cordless body trimmer? Yes. You use that on your hair? That's what I shaved my hair with. And it looks incredible. Yeah, with the 12 and guard. It looks so even. Yeah, I used the 12 guard. It was super simple. You're not bleeding or anything. And I was worried that it wouldn't get through there, but it sure did. <laughs> this is the best trimmer on the market for those of you who need a chest shave. This is a third generation trimmer, which features skin safe technology <laughs> to reduce manscaping accidents. You know, I didn't even think of that. I mean, you guys could really cause some major damage if you're not using manscaped products. Yeah, it'll... You can't, you, just, you can't just use some random razor you get at the store. You could, you know, give yourself an accidental nipple piercing and not even know it. <laughs> You'll be ceviche down there. <laughs> also, make sure to use the crop cleanser to keep your hair, skin, and healthy. I don't know why guys refuse to use shampoo, conditioner, and soap, but th just buy this, please, so that you don't smell like scallops all the time. Uh, inside the perfect package, you're going to get the Manscaped Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant, because otherwise if I see random red things on your balls, I'm going to think it's herpes and it's not attractive. So get that product, the Crop Reviver, which is a testicle toner that's designed to give you a little pep in your step. Honestly, I feel like whoever invented Manscaped saw my first special because all I did was complain about how ugly balls were. And here it is. Finally, 15 years later, you guys listened. There is a way to tone your balls, anti-age them, lube them up, put some effort in. They look like elephant ears. Come on. Let's uh, let's uh, polish them the way you would have a saddle. Saddle? <laughs> Get 20% off and free shipping with the code Whitney20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code Whitney20. Trim your chesticles with the besticles. I believe that I should be bilingual. It's embarrassing. It's truly embarrassing. <laughs> you only know one language. It's like pathetic. It's arrogant, frankly. My personality is not good enough to just be one lingual. I want to learn more languages. I know, so do I. But we've been talking about this because Babbel is this company that we work with and I started taking, learning a new language, we'll get to that. I just want to brush up on the French that I used to know. Yeah, I want to learn how to say I'm fine in every language. <laughs> Babbel is proven to get you speaking a language within weeks. We've been in quarantine for four months. I could have learned four languages by now. I'm going to start with English. Okay. <laughs> Babbel designs their courses with real-world conversation in mind, letting you learn every day practical conversations you'll actually use, mm -hmm. which is so genius because sometimes when people try to learn a language, you're just memorizing words, but that's not how people <laughs> actually speak. You come out of it being like, I can say scarf <laughs> and salad. Yeah. 
<laughs> I can say, uh, you know, really useless things, Me too. but I can't have an actual conversation. So what this does is these like daily lessons that are 10 to 15 minutes and they start by teaching you words and phrases and slowly and gradually get more complex. So you'll be practicing short conversations because the, the way my brain works, I can't do something for more than half an hour. I just get distracted. I get bored. My brain gets tired. This is genius because it's 10 to 15 minutes sort of at a time. Uh, the lessons are thoughtfully created by over a hundred language experts. Uh, their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective across multiple studies. They even have a speech recognition technology system that helps improve your pronunciation and accent. Which that's, is amazing. That's wild. Uh, with Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. And Babbel is available in an app or online, so your progress will be synced across all devices. I mean, everyone's got 15 minutes a day. Everyone can find 15 minutes a day that you're freaking scrolling social media or you're just like in reading, the bathroom. reading a gossip website, in the bathroom, in the bath, walking the dog. This is like you could be knocking out learning a language. Yeah. You could come out of this smarter than you went into it. Yeah. I really want to uh, uh, get my French back. So I'm going to um, uh, keep doing the French one. Yeah. I like to learn Italian so I could argue with the rest of my family. <laughs> That's smart. That's very smart. Right now, when you purchase a three-month subscription. I, I was, uh, let me try to do it in French. Oh, go for it. Immediately. Wait. That's offensive. What was month again? Month is, uh, uh, God, I, yeah, okay. Month? Go to Babbel. I need Babbel more than anyone. What's, uh, uh, matin. No, that's day. What's week? I don't matin? know. <laughs> Any, I don't know what subscription. I think you keep asking. Babbel <laughs> eh, give. What's give? Crap. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you keep asking people in the room to help you. Our listeners, trois <laughs> <laughs> months uh, digital pour li, uh, li, libre. What's free? Liberty uh, with promo code. Good for you. Bon pour vous. That's the that is the name of our podcast in French. Bon pour vous. Okay, that was actually really impressive. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna translate it though. Good for you is bon pour vous. What is it again? <laughs> I okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing babble in French. I I don't know it. I wanted to go to Italian, but I clearly need to brush up on my French. Right now, when you purchase a three month subscription, Babbel will give our listeners trois. That's three <laughs> additional months for free with promo code Good for You. That's three trois additional months free if you go to babbel.com and use promo code Good for You on your three month subscription. That's Babbel. B-A-B-B-E-L dot com. Promo code bon pour vous. Good for you. Uh, is there ever a reason you should text your ex? I don't know. Is there ever a reason to rifle through your yeah. trash? Is there ever a reason to give yourself bangs? No, you're sad. <laughs> is there ever a reason to pick up roadkill off the freeway? Yeah. Stick your hand in a toaster. Put it on the grill? Is there ever a reason to... Go back to your old apartment building you haven't lived at in a couple years and just drive around for the love of the game? See, I have an interesting opinion on this because I think it's okay to text your ex exclusively through um, Venmo <laughs> because you can't delete the comments. So you can write whatever you want in your, in your request <laughs> and they can't delete it. So you could be like, I know you were talking to Jessica and you ruined my mom's birthday. 
<laughs> so someone, so no one can, so no one can, yeah. the person can't delete if that, and, Venmo, it's, if, and it's public. Yeah, and so then they have to either block their account or pay that fee. I actually, as I get older, realize you should stay in touch with exes if they are useful in some way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? They have a pool? If they have a pool? Why not? Why burn the bridge? Right? Why not stay in contact? You he one thinks, punch away from a free burrito? If they have one of those... <laughs> If they have one of those trampolines with the big pads on the outside. Oh, fun. Okay. Uh, I have an ex who is, who I, in my head, I always want to be like bitter with and like punish, but he's an anesthesiologist and it's very nice to every now and then be like, hey, can I mix these two pills? He's like, you can. (laughs) He's like, you sure can. He's like, take two. (laughs) Wash them down with whiskey. How about that? (laughs) It's It saves me like a couple hundred dollars a year to just be like, hey, is this a good dosage to take with this? Or like, I'll ask him for like medical advice every now and then. Like someone who can never sleep. He's a good friend to have. (laughs) I do feel like keeping things civil with uh, an ex who was useful is uh, is smart because I don't like having wasted time. Like it makes me feel like, okay, that whole year of my life wasn't a complete waste, you know? I like staying friends with exes. You know, I have like four exes that live in my house currently. Yeah, that is true. (laughs) And whenever I'm hanging out with a guy, I sometimes secretly am like, I can't wait till like we're exes and we can just be friends. I can't wait till I can ask you to do stuff. (laughs) Um, I can't wait. I can't wait till I can ask you to do chores without like owing you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What's next? Uh, Should I even try to talk to my crush during everything going on in the world? You did that with such a weird inflection that I didn't understand the yeah, question. Yeah, me too. I don't know. I, I don't know what you just it. said. Uh, I, okay. <sighs> Bullying. Um, <laughs> should I even try to talk to my crush during everything going on in the world? Should I even try to talk to my crush with every with everything that's going on? Because there's a lot going on in the world? You understood at that time. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> um, I think now's the best time to talk to anyone. Yeah, I agree. Because I, I believe the hardest thing about getting into a relationship is learning what the person is like in a time of crisis. Like, that's basically what you're waiting for, yeah. right? Like, when you start dating someone, you're like, oh, okay, anyone can be fun when things are going well. Anyone can be nice when things are going well. Like, you know, who are you when someone gets sick? Who are you when there's chaos? Who are you when there's... Um, Death, like that, you really want to see how someone operates in a time of chaos. And so now is the perfect time to find that out very yeah, early. They could be, they might be the optimist, they might be the panicker, they might be the worrier. Well, yeah, you're really finding out who people are right yeah. now. Like, I have friends that are completely, like, like showing sides of themselves that I had never seen before. And I'm like, oh, God, if I was dating you, I would not want to find this out three years in. Put the mask back on. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but you had a good point about this, about how... Um, dating like zoom dating or facetime dating is a great way to actually get it's to know one on somebody one. there's yeah. no one to facilitate your date for you because yeah. normally on dates you go and there's you go to a comedy show the comedian facilitates the date you go to a restaurant the restaurant facilitates there's always something you can enjoy or talk about or hate together yeah yeah it's like if you go to a movie and you had a great date that just means the movie was good yeah you're like, like we didn't we love this movie yeah now we you have just, to talk about but the movie did all the work yeah and I like I, you can go out with people ten times and have no idea who they are. Like you're you're constantly going to like a yeah. show or a event. They're throwing axes. Yeah, nowadays. people are going on dates and throwing axes. Like how could that not be at least a little entertaining? <laughs> Is that true? Yes. <laughs> that does not. Even a, if you hated that date, you could be like, well, you took me to throw axes. If so. a guy was like, hey, let's go throw axes, I would not. I, I would. <laughs> You'd be not, like, at you. I, I would not show up to that. 
<laughs> I've seen that on Instagram. I didn't realize people like went on dates. Yeah, I mean, even if you go to a restaurant, you guys hate it. Then you're just bonding over how you hated the waiter. Yeah, it's so true. But now the pressure is all on your yeah, personality. It's like you tell a joke. <gasps> yep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just I just spit all over Benton, you guys. I like that. <laughs> oh, okay. So that was a quick answer. Yeah. Was that a good answer? No, I mean. <sighs> yes, it is a good it's time. It's never a good time to date anyone. <laughs> so just fucking do it. But at least Gives a shit. Can, at least now you can do it in pajamas with your own lighting. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, Yeah, exactly. You get to choose your uh, uh, lighting. You, you can mute your- people. Yeah, I just don't, I don't think there's ever a good or bad time to date anyone. It just, it is what it is. Uh, Was that profound? The next question is, and this is also a fight we got in, should I look through my partner's phone or not? You want to role play this one? Okay, I'm going to say my opinion first, and then Benton and I will role play. This has been a source of tension in my household for the past week with Benton. I'm first going to say how, what I believe. I believe... No one should ever go through anyone's phone. I believe at 37, I didn't believe this at 25. <laughs> at 37, I believe that if you have the instinct to go through your partner's phone, it's over. You should just leave. If you think you should do that, if you want to do that, that is because you will find what you're looking for. You're g- just looking for proof of what you already know or already believe. And yeah. I've never heard someone be like, I went through my partner's phone because I thought he was cheating and I found pictures of the perfect engagement ring I wanted. Like, it's the story's never gone that way. Like, even if the phone is full of benign stuff, you're going to find a way to twist it into the proof that you're already looking for to justify. And what I'll say is everyone's got shit in their phone that is going to hurt you. Like, like if we're together right now, you can go through my phone and find something that's going to hurt you. But it's none of your business. Like, these are private conversations. Like, I was thinking about this because I was trying to figure out a way to win this fight with you today. And, like, guys have private conversations when their girlfriend's not around. Girls have private conversations when their guy's not around. Those are in my phone now, but you're not allowed to hear those. The only reason our relationship works is because I'm allowed to complain about you with my girlfriends. It's never for you to see. Uh Uh-huh. So, (laughs) I'm not really sure how I feel about it, but I do know I have an opinion. Benton believes. I just think, what are you? You have if you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to hide. But if you think I have something to hide, why are you with me? I, who said I thought that? Why are you, Brian? See, we're gonna, okay. We're this is okay. Play. Okay, let's do the role play. Okay, let's do the role play. So I am me, and you. Okay, and I am. And me. my good. Is, that's a good start. Is is my phone here? Does the phone have a password? It doesn't matter because it, uh, watch. Okay, so here's my. Okay, I'm just doing what I'm doing. Do do do. Drinking my coffee. Can I see your phone? What? Can I see your phone? For what? I just want to go through it. What? I just want to go through your phone. Why? I just want to. You might I, you might have some pictures that I want to send myself, or who knows? Well, what are they? I'll send them. Which ones? Well, From I, yesterday? Why can't I see your phone? Well, what do you need out of them? I just want to see your phone. Why can't I? Well, the only reason I feel weird about it is that you're coming up with me with such aggro energy. I feel like you're looking... Oh, I thought I asked pretty nice. I'm sorry. Can I please see your phone? For what? I told you I just wanted to go through it. But what? Which apps? Your text messages, your DMs. You want to go through pictures? my text? You can't go through my text messages. Why? Because those are private conversations. Yeah, but I mean, we're sharing a life together, so shouldn't I be able to see your your messages? No, because I talk to my friends sometimes about you, and I you shouldn't see that. Okay. Well, are you saying negative things? 
maybe i don't know i don't remember well, i'll find out let me see your phone no but i there's this is my personal so you're hiding something aren't we all i'm not you isn't can see that my what phone. a relationship you is you can see my phone okay do you want to see it i'll put it up on the tv we'll airplay uh, it <laughs> what are you gonna do i'm gonna go through all your stuff but we're broken up now now well, we're broken that's your up. Choice. I didn't want to break up. I just wanted to see your phone. No, but no, but no healthy relationship wants person in a relationship wants that. It feels like you just have something to hide. <laughs> Look, we'll switch it. You want to switch it? I'll. I'll I play hate you. that. I fucking hate that. I hate when the argument of oh, well, I'll let you see mine. It's like okay, well, <laughs> I don't want to see yours. So you're a monster. That's but what you're I've the one that wants now. to see mine. But what are you looking? Well, here, for? let's switch it. I'll play your character. You're now. just. You but are mine. you just trying to see my phone? This is the I would way. never do that. I oh, can't get in that character. This is better way to handle this. Because when I was in my twenties, I secretly went through guys' phones, and it always ended in the fucking disaster. And and I should have just left when I had the instinct to do it because I already knew everything I needed to know based but on. But I'll my show gut. you how to handle that. Okay. Uh, can I see your phone? You sure can. But I called you a bitch <laughs> a couple times in it. I did. I sent a couple messages to my friends. I called you a bitch. Why? You were being a bitch. You can look. There's a time and a date on there. You'll know when. <laughs> but how is this healthy for anyone? You asked. That's the truth. But I. <sighs> All right. Maybe I'm wrong. There's some pictures of girls I screenshot on Instagram. What? Yeah. Just so you know. Ew. What did you want to see on there? I, I didn't. You made me role play this part. <laughs> I'm just I didn't. I I never want to see a guy's picture. I, I just think people shouldn't be shitty. I and you wouldn't have this problem. See, here, Ben and I get in fights because I'm I'm sure they listen to this podcast. But all of his girlfriends sound like the craziest people I've ever heard of. He's like, well, I have a girlfriend who, huh. in the middle of the night, um, will. Uh, Jerry rig the <laughs> phone charger with dental floss and pull uh, yeah. her. His I love a crazy bitch. Pulls her boyfriend's phone out from under the mattress and goes through it every night. Yeah, I like a girl. And I'm like, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I like a girl who will fight you. <laughs> that's crazy behavior. I also think there was another. Um, uh, I think this was a voicemail question, but I feel like we should just address it now. Yeah. Like, there's also the deal is with phones is a phone is a different thing now than it was back when I was insecure in relationships. Because you had to dial in a circle. <laughs> or because it was two pieces. Hello. <laughs> It was just Morris code. Because someone asked, what does it mean when my girlfriend brings her phone to the bathroom? Like that was a voicemail. It means she's shitting. That's what it means. <laughs> what do you want her to do? Stare at the wall? Think about you? What the fuck does that even mean? While wow, she's shitting. Yeah, I mean, what the hell? <laughs> no, but when I cheated in my 20s, I used to bring my phone to the bathroom. Like, I'd bring it with me wherever I went because I didn't want the person that I was cheating with to text or call or something like that. But now, if someone... Br it's weird. It's like I would have had a different answer seven, five, seven years ago than I would now. Now, it's like texting and f phone calls is like the fifth thing I do on my phone. It's like yeah. this... It, back when a phone was just for phone calls and texts... I would say if someone brings it with them wherever they go and like to the bathroom and it's really sketchy about it. But now it's like I'm doing nine other things. Playing Candy Crush. Leave her alone. Yeah, I'm building my brand. Okay. Every time I go to the bathroom, that's like two more, you know, posts I could have made. Just watching Netflix. Yeah. Get like I'm doing some sponsored content over here. Like, so I think that I would say that for older generations, it's sketchier, but for younger people, whatever. But that's another reason to go back why going through someone's phone, I think, is like even more not okay now because it's got all my shit. Yeah, I mean, I it. totally don't it's think... It's not just for texts and I don't think you should go through the phone, but I think that if you're that defensive about it, then you are doing something wrong. 
I, uh, I, 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 why else would you be defensive? I half agree, but I also think that like I'm being defensive because you're accusing me. Well, of I'm something. into radical honesty. Hmm? <laughs> I'm into radical. I honesty. know that's what Will and Jada did, and, and Seems... they're together. So look at that. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, okay, so I think we have a couple voicemails. Yep. Oh. You only have one more question if you want to do it. Okay. What? <laughs> This is the biggest fight me and my partner get in. Please help us. Do knives go in the dishwasher? Three weeks ago, I would have told you they do. That's because you were using plastic butter knives. <laughs> but I recently bought a nice pair of knives because Benton's forcing me to be a cooking influencer. And I bought these nice knives on Amazon. And I put them in the dishwasher. And the handle went from like a beautiful wood to like a crusty yeah. disgusting it ruins, rust it, it'll, it'll ruin it'll the ruin whole the thing metal, it'll stain, yeah you cannot put knives in a dishwasher yeah not nice knives and you cannot put jeans in the washing machine <laughs> we are the source of all important information on this podcast <laughs> we're putting on headphones for voicemails okay people have started in the comments to do drinking games when you touch your glasses what do you mean because you touch them so much so like we're gonna take shots every time she touches them and somebody wrote I'm dead <laughs> Wait, what glasses? These. You, when you have glasses on, you take them on and off and on and off, and you move them and take them on and off. Oh, and really? And, and yeah, people have started like doing games out of it. Shit. That's so funny. I also do this. Word up, Whitney and Benton. This is Heather from Word up. South Florida. Um, I have some nervous Nelly rude as hell coworkers that doesn't matter how nice or sweet or professional I am, they're still a bunch of a-holes. <laughs> so I'm just curious in this uh, time of pandemic, what sort of advice or uh, different type of greeting or uh, note could I possibly give of encouragement or uh, just a little, hey, don't be an a-hole without going over the line. Peace. Are you opening with word up? <laughs> yeah. When you see your coworkers and this, are you closing your greetings with peace? This is for sure the person in the office who knows everyone's birthday, who decorates the cubicle for every event. We love her. <laughs> She's the girl that wears like the uh, the Christmas ornament earrings. Yeah. She has a Halloween one. Everyone for every season. <laughs> the ones that like light up and give everyone seizures. I would like to know what kind of coworkers you have that are both nervous Nellies and rude as hell. That's a hard place. We're to in a pandemic. In. I think you have to keep your bar very low for people's behavior right now. I think we all have to be radically forgiving and, and not also, expect anything. And I also don't think you need to be nice to people that are rude to you. They don't deserve it. So just stop talking to them. Please don't take advice <laughs> about a professional attitude from Benton Ray. Okay. I am professional. Benton comes in every morning and does not even say hello to me. I have to be like, hi. You're busy. Good morning. And you'll be like, hi. Who wants the person to come and be like, hello, Whitney? <laughs> Hope your day's going good. I'm like, here's your coffee. Are we ready to go now? When I, I literally have to like m make you say hi to me. I don't want to bother you. I'll go. Because I'm professional. I'll go, good morning. And he'll go, hi. <laughs> like as if I'm annoying you. No, that is not true. Yes, it is. So That's, do not take uh, professional demeanor advice from Benton Ray. That's a mini office job. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, I would just say stop expecting anything from anyone right now. Yeah. Don't expect people to be in good moods. Everyone's a big, grumpy mess right now. And you seem really great. So just, you know, go off that. Yeah, just wear a mask so that you, you don't have to talk you. to anyone. That's what I do. <laughs> the best part about wearing a mask is you can mumble obscenities about people under your breath and they won't hear you. You keep being you, girl. You do you.
Peace. <laughs> Word up. Uh, <laughs> Word up. I also love that she was like a-holes. <laughs> I know. They're meanies. She, she's so cute. Those mean heads. Word up, mean heads. Yeah, there's <laughs> nothing you can do. Because I find like. It's my dream. What? Peace, a-holes. <laughs> she just leaves the room. <laughs> I just feel, yeah, I just think we have to expect nothing from anyone right now. Everybody's like a grumpy mess. Like, the other, I have this one, uh, the Amazon delivery guy who's like legitimately my friend. Uh, we talk about dogs, and the other day I made the mistake of trying to befriend another one, and he literally, I was like, hey, like, I opened the gate, and he just, like, threw the package <laughs> at me, and I was like, Jesus. Yeah, he that works, see? <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, you know what, I get it, I get it, fair, fair enough. He was like, quit ordering shit. I, know, I literally had to, like, jump to the side, I was like, Jesus. Um. Okay, here's our next one. Okay. What's up, Whitney? This is Vampire, you know what I mean? I'm an artificial intelligence programmer for stock trading. Just wanted to call. I've seen your Facebook page and just think that you're a wonderful person, Facebook. hilarious. And that uh, these sex robots, just remember that if a man hooks up with a sex robot, he's gay. It's not a woman. I don't care how much it looks like a woman, how much it feels like a woman, he's gay. There's no substitute on this earth for a real woman. All right. Have a good day. So just remember when oh. robots come out and they start taking off the world, taking over the world, just a bunch of gay guys hanging out. Feels like a man who's put a lot of rules on what's gay and what's not gay. <laughs> He's living in some, some hard boundaries for some reason. Uh, okay. Well. Siri is such a queer. I uh I disagree. Uh sir, um His name's Vampire. Vampire, sorry. Vampire. I I I disagree with you. Uh I think the straightest shit you can do is fuck a doll that looks like a woman. <laughs> fuck anything. <laughs> you know what real men do? I actually think it's the opposite of gay. I think that it, I don't think a gay guy is like you know, oh, this doll looks like a woman. It's basically a butthole. <laughs> Like, are you just saying that my sex robot looks like a butthole? Like, I don't understand what he's trying to say. <laughs> no, I think it's the straightest shit you can do is just fuck anything with a hole. Yeah. It's a hard disagree. <laughs> vampire. A lot of thought was put into this. I can't imagine a man that calls himself vampire would ever be wrong about anything. He's an artificial intelligence programmer for stock trading. I don't know what that means. Sounds like a lie, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It sounds like a lie that's too convoluted to refute. <laughs> so like one you can get away with for a long time because it's one of those it's one of those lies that makes you think you're stupid. Yeah. So you're just like, okay, you sounds must be like right. Sounds like a cover up yeah. for being a vampire. <laughs> um, yeah, that. Thank you for your input. <laughs> well, I don't think it was, it was also a warning. So Whitney, when that happens, don't you worry. It's just some gay guys. <laughs> Don't you be nervous, Whitney. Straight guys would never be attracted to something that looks like you. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's kind of what he's saying. Like, all right, cool. Thanks. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is so funny. Okay. Oh, here we go. Here's mm -hmm. the next one. Oh, fuck. Hmm? I can't do this. <laughs> I was going to insult Same. you, but I can't do it. That was such a cute little voice message entry. Okay, I'm going to do it. Hey, not 
it's like a roast kind of, okay? Just oh, like shit. Right. Hey, not that you were funnier when you were younger, but if you looked younger, you'd be funnier. It's not even funny. I'm not good at roasting. I'm sorry. Have a good night. <laughs> Which one of your friends was this? Uh, it's funny because um, a, ro- a roast joke that's not funny or mean enough is just hurtful. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> she could have just read the comments and just said what was in there. A roast joke that doesn't hit is just a fact. <laughs> I you know what I I was really looking forward to that being like a super mean joke but I don't think it was that mean no I like if you guys want to do roast jokes to me go for it I'm all out of tears nothing hurts my feelings anymore I've gone numb I welcome them just don't come for my robot she's got <laughs> she is sensitive we just put tear ducts in her so <laughs> That was cute. Yeah, I, I like, like that. It was so cute how scared it was she, cute. How scared she got in the beginning. Well, I, she started off with, oh, fuck, I can't do this. <laughs> Which is how you start all comedy. So that's great. <laughs> that was cute. All right. Here's our next one. Hey, Whitney. Uh, I was wondering, what is a good way uh, for male fans of, like, female comedians and other female performers to be supportive? And when we get interactions every now and then, like, I get a message back on Twitter or something like that or a response to a DM. I want I want to respond. I respond naturally. I sometimes might not get a response, and I understand a lot of it's uh, part of the fact that they get a million messages a time. But I always, there's that anxiety that I'm worried, like, oh, did I uh, come off as a creep or is my messaging coming off weird and creepy fan? So uh, I can be a little, I can be enthusiastic and excited, and I want these people to be my friends inside my head, but uh, yeah, I'm just an enthusiastic fan, and I want to make sure to uh, hear your advice on what's a good way to be a respectful and supportive fan without coming off like a creep. Uh, any advice you got will be helpful. Thanks. I'm literally tearing up crying. <laughs> this is so sweet. I mean, yeah, it's very sweet. <laughs> that just made me cry. Oh, God. <laughs> that really did just make me emotional because <laughs> I think it just <laughs> I can't explain why my reaction is so crazy. Hold on. That is just um pausing for feeling. I'm so sorry. <laughs> or holding for emotion. <laughs> this is crazy. I'm truly uh ooh. <laughs> can, can we go back four minutes ago when she's like, I have no tears. Roast me. I've never cried in my life. Oh god. I just I can't believe how sincere that was. Well, now let's answer it. <laughs> so. That was so good. That was just, I think that there's, it's so sad that when a guy's just like, hey, how can I be respectful? It's just like, it's so touching. My, It's like the bar is so low <laughs> at this point. Like if a guy just wants to be respectful to a woman, it's just, it is so moving. Um, I just really appreciated that. It was very nice. Oh, God. And um, he was so chipper about it, too. Yeah, I know. He was just like, I want to do the right thing. And I don't want to... When Just when he said, I feel like you guys are my friends in my head. It just really was very touching. I'm sorry. Can you talk? Sure. <laughs> I'm, wor- so, I'm working through some shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Well, I'm now wiping my eyes <laughs> with your meandies. With my meandies. Yeah. Also just, great as a kerchief when you unexpectedly start sobbing because a man was nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So basically, I think this question is pretty simple to answer. You just want to treat them the way you would treat a male comedian. Like, you know, buy tickets to their shows. Huh. Share their clips when they post them. Don't talk about their bodies. Uh-huh. Don't give them advice after the show. Don't walk up and be like, oh, <laughs> or don't leave advice in a comment. Because you don't know. Being a fan of something does not mean you know about it. Yeah, I don't want to be too shitty to this guy. Well, it's not him. I know, but I'm just saying because it was just so sweet and that was so unexpectedly moving uh, to me as someone who I feel like my entire career guys come up to me after shows and they're like, yeah, I didn't even, you're so funny, I didn't even think you were a woman. Or like, just like... You don't know. call them female comedians. Let them be comics. Just like, yeah, totally. You know, you're like my favorite. I normally female. don't think women are funny, <laughs> yeah. but you're funny, and you know, I can't believe that I want to fuck you, but you're also funny. Like, I mean, just the shit I've heard for so long. It's just for a guy, for anyone to just be like, "Hey, I'm just trying to be a fan without making you feel weird, and I don't want to accidentally make you feel weird." Like, just the this consciousness of this person just is so cool to me. Um, and I guarantee that he's probably not making people feel weird because he is so conscious. Because he's conscious. That's because, it. Because, I mean, the thing, you don't want to walk up and be like, you know, you're my favorite female comedian is not a compliment. Yeah, no one would ever be like, you're my favorite female you're doctor. Just, you're just pitting women against each other in that comment. That's right. Well, because the other thing is people do is they'll come up to you and just start trashing other female comics. Yeah. Which most are my friends. <laughs> They'll yeah. just come and be like, you know who sucks? And you're like, no, oh, she's my friend. And yeah. I think she's great. Like, or whatever. Or you don't have to say you're so funny and beautiful. Oh yeah. No, I but I think I, I think for the <laughs> what I will say is just any emoji except the squirt emoji, mm-hmm. the little droplets. The drooling face. The drooling face. The wink, I don't think you, I think people don't understand how creepy the wink face comes off, whether they intend it or not. If you're like, you're so funny, wink, then I'm like, wait, so doesn't a winky face negate the thing you just said? Like just JK? Isn't winky basically equivalent to JK at this point? Don't do the wink. It's like flirting. Do the first two rows of smiley emojis. Stick to those. Stick to those. (laughs) The first two rows downward, that's all you need. No eggplant, no devil. Don't send the little devil. That always means like, I'm I'm on the prowl. I'm a devil. I'm gonna get you. Yeah, totally. I'm horny. I think it really gets weird in the emojis. Like, that's where it gets tricky. Otherwise, you know, and then I would also not assume that... Fried shrimp is okay. You can send that one. (laughs) What does that mean? Who knows? But it's funny. It looks like a little curled up dick. I don't know. I would probably... (laughs) A little curled up dick. It's like an embryo. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I would say... Look, here's what I'll say. It's very hard to creep out a female comic. It actually kind of is. Because they're living in terror all, all the time. All the time. <laughs> so you're probably doing fine as long as you're not using the squirt, the devil, the eggplant, the winky. Yeah. And these are this advice is good advice to give to any yeah. minority comedian. If yes. they're black, if they're gay, if they're trans. Yes. Don't they're just a comedian. They're yes. not your novelty comic. Yes, 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 yes. But I do think it's good to think like, oh, because things that you put online or in comments or text don't always construe like tone. Yeah. You know? Sometimes people are just trying to play around with you. They yes. think that you, because you're a comedian and you're brash and you do other things, that I can do that in the comments and it translates the same way. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. So just keep it simple. Yeah. Like our stuff, buy tickets, super easy. Easy, but share the content. I love this man. Where's he from? Does it say where he was from? No, I can guess. Or his name? I'd like no. to call him back and just th- say thank you. 
The irony is the best way to get a female comic to fall in love with you is to do what he just did. To be respectful. <laughs> Whatever he just did, <laughs> that is the game you should throw at female comics because I am like madly in love with that guy now. That was a very sweet Oh, comment. God. That was so shockingly. That was so surprisingly emotional. Yeah. San Antonio. Oh. My man from, did he say his name or anything? No. I'm in love with him. If you are the person that left that voicemail, please... Uh, Find us, okay, and I would. You're like gonna, you're gonna make him creepy with all that. <laughs> I'm in love with I'm you. Turn you're perfect. You. Yeah, he's like. Wait, I'm... so you don't want to fuck me? Is that what you're saying? You don't think I'm hot? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, now you're the problem. Yeah, wait, you don't want to creep me out? You don't. You don't think I'm sexy? I'm a woman. God damn it! You just see me as a comedian? <laughs> oh, damn it! Equality is very confusing. <laughs> now I feel rejected and ugly. Um, well, that was fun. That really was. I feel like I feel like a lot of I feel like a lot of old stuff came up. I can't believe it was right after you just said you don't cry. You literally I literally said <laughs> I mean faster than you could we could get to the next message. That was that was wild. That was wild. I feel like I, I worked through a lot of old invisible wounds and a lot of old pain uh just uh, came up and you know I'm I'm not I'm not going to suppress tears anymore. I'm going to just let them flow. You know? This roast will work out great. <laughs> On One that for the note, books. roast me. <laughs> um, okay, we've got to wrap up because this is going way too long. We are going to, I believe, have a guest uh, next week. Um, I uh, was on Kimmel this week. If you guys want to rewatch that, it was on ABC. Any other announcements? You want to make merch? There, uh, the that's not six feet. Masks are sold, sold out. out. They're coming back though. But you guys love them. Um, yeah. But all the other merch is still out there. You can grab some if you want it. We have. We're working on new merch. We're gonna do merch that says ba 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 ba. Yeah, we're working on lots of merch. We're, we're doing wild merch. Why are you giving it all away? It's a surprise. Oh shit! Sorry. Uh, we are working on merch, <laughs> plural. Um, lots of fun merch, lots of things that you may not even have expected. Oh, right. Plot twist. We can't, you know, people on the internet love to go, we have a big project, can't talk about it right now. See, I'm not secretive we'll like that. I'm like, later. I'll tell you guys, you're the ones buying it. But then it. they're not excited. We not are, we're tension. having a, I'm not allowed to talk about the product. The Yeah, because you're building up tension. There's a oh. product, we have a product coming out for a beauty products. Okay. But I'm not allowed to say it. But you can't say what? But don't you guys want to know now? God damn you're going to be on the lookout. What is this fucking scavenger hunt? Why can't we just tell them? Because it doesn't build tension or excitement. Marketing is not my strong suit. It's just like comedy. You're Mar building tension. You're building tension. <laughs> Marketing is not where I shine. Um, okay. And don't um, ride elephants. Don't like, don't ride elephants. Uh, like and subscribe always, on YouTube. Oh, that's right. Like, subscribe, all the, the logistics. Uh three two nope. Eight one eight. Two three nine seven five two seven. Text me um, guest ideas. Yeah. I've actually been taking a lot of y'all's guest ideas. If you want to leave a voicemail, it's eight one eight five three eight nine nine four zero. And we might play it. And I dare you to try to make me cry. All it really takes is a sincere compliment. <laughs> at this point, <laughs> for it. me to totally emotionally unravel. <laughs> um, anything else, Benton? Um, I don't think so. Okay. I think that's pretty much it. We're, we, that was a great. You're put. What are you doing? I'm putting lipstick on. For who? Myself. There you go. See, <laughs> you learned. See there. We were just testing. I just wanted to see how you would answer that. Uh, no, we're about to record some ads as well. I'm so it's look. not for you. You learn. You learn nothing. I want to make sure that the BetterHelp people <laughs> think I'm pretty. <laughs> that is that is good mental health. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you. Love you. Bye, bye, bye.